You're listening to the voice of Maui. Merry Christmas! KAKU 88.5 FM. Aloha, everyone. It's Amora St. John here again on Friday morning uh, for Gutsy Women Radio. One of my very favorite things to do every week because I get to sit in front of glorious gutsy women who live here on Maui and some of them who don't live here on Maui who are just visiting, which um, is the case in this morning with my beautiful guests. Uh, I want to say it's, we are here with Martha Dow and Serena Candiani. And I just met them recently at Lili's home. Lili has been on the show many times. And uh, so I'm very happy to have you today. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Thank you, Mara. You are so welcome. So, you know, I have a ritual that I do every show when I have two guests. And one of them is to um, have you introduce each other to our listening audience. So, um, Martha, why don't you start and tell us all about Serena. Well, Serena is, I believe... Uh, one of the most beautiful human beings I have ever met. And um, I am uh, very lucky to be her wife. Um, she's a beautiful human being from uh, Milano, Italy, that uh, has been, uh, you know, uh, blessed with this uh, natural talent of being a landscaper and a gardener for many, many, many years and everything that she creates and, and changes the earth is magical. Uh, I'm very blessed that uh, we are together for so many years now. We will little tell our, our beautiful story. And, uh, you know, I am very blessed with uh, being part of her family as well and a very, very talented human being. Thank you, Mora. <laughs> well done. Now we know a little more about you, Serena. Tell yeah. us about Martha. All right. So, again, uh, I have only beautiful things about Martha. Uh, she's a very multi-talented person. She's a graphic designer and a DJ and, and an incredible entertainer. She has a very big heart, and she's also very happy every day. What I keep saying about her is that she wakes up every morning singing a love song to me, wow, and that is really, uh, really something. Well, well, Martha, you do have the joy vibe, honey. You do. The first time I met you, I knew that. Yes. Thank certain, you. Certain ones do, where you can just see it immediately. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's Latina. You oh, know, that's the, why. And, and South America has this amazing zest yes. uh, for life, I guess, and everything is brightened up by her uh, smile. And uh, well, we have a, a great connection. I have to say, we we just met in in. In, in, in late uh, time, not when we were 20, but um, I guess we were meant to be, and we're, yeah. we're a perfect couple. We love you know, sharing our story with others. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we're blessed and very, very privileged to share this yeah. great love. And now you're here on the island of love. Oh, the yes. Of you, together. <laughs> Is this your first time in Maui? It's first time in Maui, oh, first time in Hawaii. Yeah. In where? In Hawaii. Oh, in Hawaii. Yeah, All Hawaii. together. In Hawaii, they say Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. The real Hawaiians do. Yeah, yeah you can tell yeah. it's the first time. <laughs> well, you know what I remember about the two of you when we were sitting around at Lily's? It was so fun to hear your story. Yes. Actually, your very gutsy story <laughs> about how you two met and how you came together so quickly. Um, it's such a great story. So one of you, why don't you tell it together? Yes. And, um, uh, and tell us the happy ending. Okay. Martha, you can start. Well, I do have a, a very nice friend in New York. Oh, because we live in Manhattan, New York. We forgot to say yeah, yeah. that. Uh, I'm, I'm, for many, many years, I have this friend that um, 
started visiting the island of Mykonos in Greece, and that she loved it that much that eventually she decided to move to Mykonos. And that coincidentally by then, and for many years, you know, way back, Serena also from Milano was living in the island of Mykonos. And one day they met, and uh, they be became very good friends. And But my friend, Iranian-American, for some reason, every time she was hanging out with Serena, she felt that she was with me. Mm, and she energy. started feeling that, wow, it feels like I'm with Martha in Mykonos. How come? Wow. And eventually she said, I need to put these two together. Mm. Because if it's not a match in heaven, they're going to be the best friends in life. If it's not a love interest, it'll be a deep friendship. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one day, uh, she WhatsApped both of us parallel. And uh, she was telling me how beautiful Serena was and, and amazing and all these spectacular things about her. And if I wanted to meet her. And at the same time... At the same time, Nassim, this lady, w was telling me, oh, I, my best friend in New York, she's, you know, she's a graphic designer, she's traveled the whole world, she's, she comes from a good family, she's really cool, and she you know, does charity, and, and she's, she's just amazing. Would you like to meet her? I'm like, well, yes. Why not, right? And so, yeah, and so this was on the 7th of January, all right? Yeah, 2013. and parallel... She told me that Serena spoke 2,000 languages. <laughs> Which I don't. No, seriously. And I said, oh, does she speak Spanish? Because I am originally from Caracas, Venezuela. We have not talked about that yet. And uh, I said, Do does she speak Spanish? And she said, well, I don't know if she speaks Spanish, but she's Italian. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. For me, that was already a bingo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so, and you know, Seven, Monday, January seventh was this WhatsApp. Yes, WhatsApp. So, th th no, January sixth. January sixth. Okay. So then, on the seventh, I emailed Martha Marina with a, a long email saying, like, "Hey, this is Rena. Nassim says we're, you know, part of the same. We would, you know, be a perfect match and stuff." And just a long letter, which Martha loved so much. And then the next day, that's on the Tuesday. She answered back to me with an amazing letter. I thought, oh, my gosh, who's this woman? In the letter, there was already all this energy, great yeah. energy. And so then on a Wednesday, We, we emailed Thursday, back and forth. Friday and Saturday. We're not very long, though, right? That was, like, literally within the first week, we kind of shared a lot of things, photos of our homes, our friends, of our family, you know, my dog, my cat. Um, Open book stories. Immediately. Between mm -hmm. the two of us. Right. And then on that Sunday... Um, Martha said to me, well, I want to see you, and uh, can you get on Skype? So uh -huh. there we are, clicking on, on Skype. And that was... Not even hello. Yeah. For three <laughs> hours. Yeah. We were talking, 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 yeah, yeah. talking. Like real best friends from day one, from mm. moment one, and, and there was already this great connection. And at the end of the phone call, I say, well, Martha, I really would like to meet you in person. I would like to come to New York. Um, and she said to me, absolutely, what do you have in mind? When would you like to come? Uh -huh. And my answer was, tomorrow. Tomorrow is the part of the story that I just love, right? Not like, well, let me get a reservation and see if I can see, see you within the month or something. No, 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 no. no, it's no tomorrow. No, no, no. And I don't know where that word came out. It just came out. I yeah. didn't even think about it. It was like, okay, I'm coming to you and yeah. I need to see you mm. and, 
and and meet you and and so and you I, said what Martha what it you said, took me tomorrow. three seconds <laughs> to understand that tomorrow <laughs> it was tomorrow and I said I immediately said tomorrow it is <laughs> yes and then I said okay please can you make a reservation next door in a hotel nearby and she's like oh. what did you say I'm like can you make a reservation I said no you're staying with me I'm like, whoa, that's not my style. And she said, no, you are You're staying, staying with me. Yeah. Ah. And I'm like, okay, at the one condition, that's fine, thanks. I'll stay at one condition. I'll come and knock at the door. Uh, you just give me your address, and I'll come to your door, and you'll wait for me there. And she's like, okay. And I said, okay, absolutely. I'll Maybe give you, you all... wanted to pick you up at the airport? Or no, no, no. I no, really no. wanted to make my way to the, the house. The only condition... Because, well, because I'm just like... Independent. That, You're independent. <laughs> you get an Uber and... Half off, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it. I gave her all the instructions. Uh-huh. We said goodbye. Uh-huh. And I said, well, you give me your, you know, the details of the flight you're coming so I can monitor you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we hang up. That's it. And of course, I'm renting a car. And of course, I'm going to the airport, but she doesn't know this. Oh, come on. That's right. <laughs> I didn't hear this part of the story. That's right. That's so so what happens is, I, you know, I was on an island, island of Mykonos. I had to go. There was it was flight. winter. It was winter. Oh. I had to go to Athens. It took me a little longer than just... The tomorrow. tomorrow. I, I got I got to New York. But you went into action immediately. Immediately. Uh-huh. And so I got to actually to New York City. I, f- I flew in and it was like 36 hours later. And all I know is when the sliding doors opened and I'm ready to exit the airport, I just felt it. I felt I felt she was there. I knew she was there. And this was not a plan. Mm. This was not a plan. I, I, she was going to be home waiting for me. But okay. I just... I just Sense, I knew. Sensed it, yeah. I sensed that she was there. So I looked around. There's a hundred people in front of me, and I, and I'm like, you. I <laughs> saw her. I saw her, and I pointed my finger at her, and she came close to wow. me, and that we just hugged in silence in this beautiful transcendental moment. It was like, mm. ah, there you are. Mm. I found you after all this time. Mm. It, it, it was it was an amazing encounter. The whole world around us became blurred, and and just like in the movies. No, seriously, yeah. like in the movies, yeah. it's in, it's incredible how it could really happen in real life. And then the very first thing in this very tight hug that Serena told in my very close to my right ear, she said. Your heart is beating so fast. Yeah, I could feel her chest. You know, oh, my heart was coming out of my <laughs> yeah. body. And then I squeezed her even more. And then we got on the car in the car and we went home. And then we're talking about everything. It's like blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Uh, so much great connection. And, and like 20 minutes after, you know, while driving, I extended my hand. And I said, by the way, nice to meet you. <laughs> There was no need, no need yeah, to, for introductions. We, I think we, we really, that was a transcendental encounter because... We, Two people we, from around the globe. Yes, right. yes. Chances of meeting were like very slight. But then we had this one connection, this one degree separation. Mm-hmm. And, and that worked. And, and since then, we've been together. Like wow. I stayed for a week, and then Martha came over to Mykonos for two weeks, and then I came for, oh, for five weeks. And then and it was a back and forth. For a year and a half. A year and a half. And I bet your friend was thrilled for me to yes. know that oh, she yeah. had actually made the connection. Oh and my it was gosh. so deep, you Incredible. know. Incredible. I mean, talk about love at first sight. Yes. 
That Very cool. Right. Well, we are ex- eternally grateful to this woman. Of course. Eternally grateful of for course, making this happen. Well, she says, after 16 years of friendship back then, she says to me, Martha, the meaning of our friendship was for me to introduce you to the love of your life. I, I had to be that link mm-hmm. and that one degree. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. It's yeah. 100% true. I, I know that's really true. I think a lot of people are attracted to each other because they have a mutual friend who's on the same vibration that's yes. and knows exactly what is happening here without talking about it. That's it's just true. a sense, a sense, an intuition. Yes. So, and we all have that. Yes. And eventually, you know, sharing our life stories and all that, we understand that we grew up so similarly with the same values, the same family, the same habits, the same, you know, she has an older sister and they were dressed like twins. I have an older sister, we were dressed like twins, like so much similarities. And also our our path in life, you know, like we moved to, from our our big cities, our big- um, Milano and Caracas, we moved on on the same year, actually. On the same year. 1996. So you kind of took that leap of faith together. Yes. Yeah. Both we, le- we left our we families. We were doing things parallel. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and started like a career as a, as a you know, freelancers. Martha designed me in gardening. And, but, and we were on two different islands. I was on Mykonos and Martha was on Manhattan. Interesting. So they were two islands different. too. That's amazing. Two different, very yeah. different islands. But islands from cities to yeah. islands. Yes. So, <sighs> so it, was, it was meant to be. We are meant to be. Yes. And now you're together in Manhattan. Yes. We live in beautiful, energetic, powerful Manhattan. Oh, so great. How far are you from Central Park? So, oh, all right. So okay. here, here's how the story develops. So in the time that I used to spend in New York City uh, uh, visiting Martha, uh, since I'm into gardens and I love horticulture and I was a gardener in Mykonos and a landscaper, you know, taking care of hotels and private villas. Mm-hmm. Gardens. Private villas. Yes. Fancy schmancy. Oh, yes. Big time. Um, so every time I'd come to New York City, I would volunteer in Central Park and volunteering oh. by volunteering in every possible area and, and you know, uh, of, of, of the volunteering section in, in Central Park. It just so happened that I made myself seen and my manager, my actual manager, so my potential and uh, uh, exactly when we uh, left New York City uh, the January uh, 2014 to go back to Mykonos, Two days later, I received a, a phone call from my manager saying, we created a position for you in Central Park. We want to hire you. Just because you volunteered. See, that is a great message to anybody yes. listening. The minute you give your time and give your energy unselfishly, Absolutely. miracles can come out of that. Absolutely. Wow. And also, it, not only it's a way for you to give back to the community, but uh, you, be, as a newbie, I was a newbie in the city, I didn't yeah, know many people. Course. I just had arrived. Uh, but volunteering, not only in Central Park, but Riverside Park and uh, various other. Uh, you know, New, New York, York cares, cares. Um, mm. a lot of other places. I met so many people. Of course, you know, and I became like part of the city in 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 a couple of months. It was very wow, very simple. Because that very doesn't happen very easily in a big city. Oh yeah, you have to find your way that quick. Yes. Yeah. Well, so are you actually employed by by Central Park? So then, uh, yeah, a year and a half later, it, it took me time to uh, become a resident, uh-huh. a permanent resident, and also to get my permission to work and you know social security numbers right. and all that. A year and a half later, in April 15, I was hired by the Conservancy, Central Park Conservancy, and. Um, 
five years into uh, this beautiful adventure and I love it and I'm growing professionally and I have you know great hopes for for for, for a long career in there yeah. I completely love it I, it's like the universe is smiling on you oh yes that absolutely. all of those things fell into place and and the actual full circle is that now I'm the manager of the volunteer services I'm, I'm the actual co coordinator for half of the park and anything that happens down there you know the, the volunteer uh, activities wow that's refers huge. to me I'm, I'm supervising it organizing it wow so, so <laughs> do you ever get your, your hands dirty anymore oh uh, well in, sometimes in yeah, sometimes I'm not not much more anymore. I, I just supervise uh, the groups, yeah. and often enough are large groups like 25, 30, 40, 70. Oh, it's a large group. People. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Corporate yeah. groups or regular volunteers. Mm -hmm. We have over. So, so, Martha, tell us about your wedding. <laughs> what was? I bet it was very special. Our beautiful your wedding. Beautiful wedding. And how soon after did you get married? We got married a year a year later. Just a year later. A year later, and. Um, in contrast, perhaps, to, to the regular standard wedding, uh -huh. right? Uh, we had the smallest of everything, but we had everything. Uh -huh. We had everything. We had the uh, bachelorette party. The, 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 the matchmaker had us at home, and we had champagne and appetizers, and we consider that as our beautiful uh -huh. bachelorette party. And you did that in uh, your apartment in Manhattan? In her, in her apartment. apartment. In her apartment. Yeah. Oh, her apartment. Okay. In her apartment. Things small, like three people. Tiny. Everything was tiny, but uh -huh. we had everything. Yeah. Then we had a ceremony, beautiful, uh, very intimate at City Hall. City Hall. In, in New York, okay. Manhattan. Uh, and we, you know, had uh, the most intimate. We had the matchmaker. We had our two witnesses and one of our best friends that is a sister to us. So tiny, tiny, tiny. But. The day we got married, it was such a cold day in New York. It was it was winter uh -huh. that um, the um, you know city hall was empty, oh. so yeah. the whole place coincidentally you didn't have to stand was in line. no, <laughs> exactly. not in you line, and we were there like an hour. Uh -huh. It was Doing exclusive. <laughs> it was exclusive for us. And then we had a lunch. And then we had a beautiful lunch uh -huh. that we were invited uh, at a spectacular re uh, restaurant. We had one wedding gift. Yes. Then we had uh, the honeymoon. We had everything. We had everything. We had a honeymoon. Oh, we, we had a honeymoon night. So some, uh, one of these people also uh, invited us to a hotel night <laughs> that night in New York City. So that was, you know, the honeymoon. What a gift. And back. Yeah. Wow. We had everything in very, very small scale. Tiny, uh -huh. tiny, but special. But by choice. Did yes. your family come in? Well, no. our families were no. too were, far. Were too far. far. Yeah. 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 You, do you ever get back to your homeland? I do. I do pretty much twice a year. Yeah. I do sometimes in springtime and then either October or Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Often enough, we go together, but yep. Martha is not too busy with her work. Oh, good. But good. yeah, how I, are things over there these days, Serena? Well, my son, my, actually, my son in law is from Venezuela. Really? He's an actor. Oh, really? Oh, I'm so, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong yeah. person. No, yes. I, I, I got to make a switch. It's okay. Sorry. It's Martha, okay. Tell Martha. us all about how things are going in your homeland. Well, um, I have to say that myself, ha I have been very, very blessed because when I moved from Caracas to New York, uh, it was another government. It was 1996. Oh, very different. And uh, we had democracy back then. Yeah. And I did go to New York for a one-year studies. But my star up in the universe knew that my life was going to be developed in New York. In New York, yeah. Th there are many stories around that, but... Um, 
it, it ended up to be like a one-way ticket, really, because I never went back to Venezuela now as a visitor. And I have so many family. I have my mom back then, my father, yeah. my sister. I have so many cousins and uncles and all that. So I did go to Venezuela many, many, many times. Yeah. How are they all doing? And, um, you know, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. Mostly, you know, corruption and, and, and injustice and all this thing and the lack of water and the lack of light. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a country that could be the number one tourism, number one because of oil, number one because of the location geographically in the yes, world. Yes. So much incredible. Mm -hmm. And yet the potential, the worst, the worst because of corruption, corruption mm -hmm. and government. And we, we know a little something uh, about that here in this country. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Wow. wow. And it's a pity because Martha was never able to take me there yet. Not I haven't yet. Seen, haven't seen where Martha grew up. Oh, not you yet know, because, because I'm, you want to wait for the the regime rebirth. Change. Yeah. Regime rebirth. Change. Rebirth. We need that all around, don't we? Well, it's not. It's dangerous. It's now for, dangerous. For, yeah. Of course. You would have to lock yourself in at four o'clock like in the afternoon. Or they can kid kidnap you. They, you can be robbed. I mean. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I what want, do you mean you have to lock yourself in by four in the afternoon? Well, uh, after, after after six p.m., everyone is at the home. Streets. Wow. No, no streets mm. or uh, the car with the, you know, the car. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Well, what, what about Milano? Well, Milano. What's happening in Milano well, in, these days? Milano is very, in a way, it's very similar to New York City, uh -huh. uh, climate-wise, uh -huh. uh, um, and you know, it's it's a very it's an international city, and there's a lot of art going on, a lot of fashion <clears throat> industries. So <clears throat> I, I can see it quite quite similar to New York City. So you, it was easy <clears throat> for you to adapt. Uh, yes. To the big city. Well, the thing is this, uh, Amara. Normally, <clears throat> young people <clears throat> work in the city until they fifty, somewhere there, uh -huh. <clears throat> and then they go towards the country in in the afternoon. In in, in well, after that, they they work in the city, and then when they retire or whatever, <clears throat> they go. They go to the country. Well, get away I did. From the, I did the about? opposite. I, I I did the opposite. I, I lived in, in 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 Milan until I was thirty. And then uh, I decided to go to an island uh -huh. and spend 20 years in a peaceful, very relaxed ambience, you know. And then when I was 50, I moved over to uh -huh. New York City okay. with Martha. Uh -huh. <coughs> Following the pattern. That's right. So uh -huh. um, I think it was a perfect, uh, you know, balance for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I love how divine providence comes in, don't you? Oh, definitely. It's just amazing. We have our stars up there. <coughs> Guiding us and, and giving all these incredible gifts, mm -hmm. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. The trick is to trust it, yes. to trust your deeper knowing. Because yeah. it's so easy to, to get the ego mind in there saying, no, no, this isn't for you, just stay safe. Yes. You know, that's why I like the idea of gutsy. The thing is this, when I first decided to go to Mykonos, and I was only 30 years old, and I was at my prime, let's say, I was working in Milan and stuff. <clears throat> when I was leaving, most of my friends said to me, well, Watch out! You, what if what if he doesn't work there? And then what are you gonna do when you come back? Nobody will, you know, hire yeah, you sure. and stuff, and you're gonna be burned. I said to myself, I'm just gonna take this chance, and and I was very successful, and everything was just fine there. Yeah. And then <clears throat> when I decided to move to New York City, the same friends would say, "You're crazy! You live 20 years on an island. You have everything there. It's beautiful. You you got you know you got your career. You got your, your home. You you know your pickup truck. You got your your, your work. Truck. <laughs> you 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 don't want to go. You don't want to go to a city. Mm -hmm. You don't. You, you know it's going to be too much. You're going to be overwhelmed. 
guess what? I took my chances and I moved to New Zealand. I love it. Best move you ever made. Yes. Yeah. Well, both moves were really good uh-huh. for me. And and now all those people say, oh, I envy you. You're so successful. And wow, you, you look so happy. I'm like, well, if I had to listen to you. <laughs> you wouldn't be that way, right? I wouldn't be that Isn't way. Isn't that interesting? Yes. It is. So Following you need to take star. your chances and decide for yourself. And mm-hmm. yes, take a leap of faith. Take uh, you know, risk a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have to risk something to get somewhere. It's really true. Yes. I, I, I love the expression, um, when you walk off the cliff, when you're willing to walk off the cliff, you go up instead of down. <laughs> Isn't that good? Well, yes. It is good. It is true, but you've got to take that step. I agree. Knowing that you can fly yes. rather than you can fail yes. and fall. Yes. It's called the universe always delivers mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. as well. Yes. I, I also think. think it's when you're really clear about your intentions, when it's just undeniably true. Yeah. And um, you, then you go for it. Then you're just, there's nothing that could stop you. Yes. And I think it also, it helped <clears throat> being, um, you know, not having children. And I get it. You know, a lot of people really cannot move away because right. they have commitments. S- commitments. Didn't right have anything there. to tie you down. Well, exactly. So yeah. I was kind of free. Mother was free as well. Our choices were, 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 were meant to be. Yeah. And, and I think we, we, we did the right thing by, you know, also inspiring other people that, you know, you can make your life a better you know, you can be in a better place just by taking that step um, and not fearing and not fearing because, you know, I feel like I'm very resource, resourceful. So if in New York didn't work and, and the gardening, um, you know, area, I would have, you know, started teaching Italian. I know languages or, you know, cooking. I love cooking, um, you know, different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. you're wonderful at woodwork. Yeah, I, I forgot I, to I, mention. You're a woodworker too. Yeah. My uh, goodness. And, and, and because I used to go to the beaches after big storms uh-huh. and collecting driftwood. Wow. And then uh, I would let it dry and, and then work with the pieces of wood. I would actually go to my workshop and look at the piece of wood and the piece of wood would tell me. I want to become a, you know, a lamp stand, or I want to become a table, mm-hmm. or you know, you can use me as 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 a tray, you know, a cheese tray or something. And I would spend my time, yeah. I love that. Creating. So you kind of sit with the wood and you you meditate and you tune in yeah. to what it is they want you to be. It wants to become. That's right. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. And my and my my careers are kind of like intertwining, like the woodwork art and the gardening. At some point, came together because mm-hmm. I used to make like a big large wooden planters with the, the wood that I find on the beach and then, you know, um, sell them to my clients for their garden. So it was kind of like oh, a beautiful... See. Yeah, it's yeah. a double window. Garden chairs, yeah, garden, garden chairs tables. And tables really? and mirrors, yes. And mirrors, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, fantastic. Multi-talented you well, girls are. Well... I must... And then you're a DJ? I'm a DJ. Is that right? I'm a <laughs> DJ. What got you into ma- being a DJ? How ma- did that happen? Well, I have had this passion for music all my life. Of course, because you're Latino. I guess so. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a graphic designer. Uh-huh. That's my career and has been my north since uh-huh. I was very, very little. And, uh, but even before that was music. Before and I, that. Used, I, used to, I used to, when the double deck cassette came upon for mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. I used to put, you know, like the main song on one side and then record little bits and then another main song, little bits, another. And there I was making my mix. <laughs> it you was know. your first mixtape. Yes, from, the, from the very beginning. Uh-huh. I was very little. I don't know, nine, ten. Uh-huh. I was very little. 
And uh, eventually, after having my, uh, I don't know, I just started like mainly, mainly about six years ago. Yes. In New York, I mostly do private parties and private events. What a kick. So you probably meet all the celebs and oh. politicians. And <laughs> one, oh day, one day, one day, <laughs> one day, one day. We'll, yeah. we'll hear a little more about that when we come back. We're going to take a little break okay. to hear from our sponsors. Okay. And I'm here with, let me get your name right, Serena, Serena Candiani and Martha Dow. That's right. My, my gutsy women guest today. I'm Amora St. John. You're listening to KAKU Radio 88.5 FM on your dial, and we'll be right back. Aloha, Gutsy Women. Sacred Plant Medicine Yoga combines medical cannabis and yoga, which offers the potential for spiritual healing and awakening, allowing for your own innate healing to thrive. Log on to WaileaHealingCenter.com for yoga class times or call 808 344 4788. Women, KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. Get a jump on protecting Maui's coral reefs. No need to wait for Hawaii's new sunscreen law to go in effect. This is Archie Kalepa asking you to make the switch today to sunscreens that do not contain reef harming oxybenzone or octanoxate. Find out about better choices at MauiReefs.org slash sunscreen. Sponsored with Aloha by Maui Nui Marine Resource Council, Maui Visitors Bureau, and the County of Maui Office of Economic Development. How's it? I'm Brother Tony from The Local Show. KAKU is one listener-supported station. That means that all the kind shows you hear, like me, are sponsored by you, the listener, as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep the voice of Maui talking loud and clear like that, go to kakufm.org slash donate and give today. And don't miss the local show Monday through Thursdays live at 1 p.m. on 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. Aloha. I'm Amora St. John inviting you to join me every Friday at 11 a.m. when I'll be talking story to some very gutsy women. Women going for their dreams, women who have children and grandchildren, and the wisdom of the ages. Women who are courageous and filled with spirit. That's Gutsy Women Radio, Fridays at 11 a.m. and replays on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Here on KAKU Radio, 88.5 FM. Okay, great. I'm back with Serena and Martha. And uh, you know what I'd like to ask you next, ladies, is uh, what, what is your spiritual path? Do you have a, a, a guru? Do you have a teacher? Do you have a, a distinct belief system that keeps you going? Well, I was born Catholic, okay. born, born and raised Catholic, still Catholic, uh-huh. really. So was I. And uh, Back in uh, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I am very, very inspired by the Dalai Lama. Uh-huh. And that for me is, is you know, I, I'm very attracted and, and I'm, I'm a follower of, mm-hmm. you know, his tweets. And he uh, tweets? He, yeah, he has a Twitter account. An incredible message. And, and it's all about the well-being and being good and, and the happiness. So that will be, you know, my choice of, of path, I have to say. And yet, uh, I've been learning a little bit about about Hindu as well, because in New Jersey, that we were having this conversation back at Lily when we met, uh-huh. they are building, I think halfway is already done, the biggest Hindu temple in the United States of America is in the area of Robinsville. It's called wow. BAPS. Wow. 
and that for everyone that gets to go to the area should go and visit. Beautiful. Because it's, it's spectacular. So I've been learning a little bit Where about Where is that the, from, Manhattan? It's about an hour and a half, hour and half driving. The biggest Hindu temple in the U.S. In the in, U.S. I see. It's called BAPS. Wow, BAPS. B-A-P-S. B-A-P-S. Yes. That's yes. pretty cool. So Fabulous. Do you, do you do some of the Hindu practices and... Meditation. Well, not yet, but I, I go often with a cousin of mine, uh-huh. and because she does, Tell you me know, what I've been there. learning I'd like to know what a little bit inside a Hindu temple. Do you go on a for services, or do you go to just sit and be? Well, mainly we have gone there and see them be yeah. because you know there's specific uh, prayer hours uh-huh. uh, or chanting moments mm-hmm. that is not you know like twenty four hours. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, chanting is the best, but, isn't it? Yeah, we have seen some chanting. We 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 once had the blessing of the water, and that was fantastic. I wouldn't know how to call that, but mm-hmm. that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. We do that here a lot. And There's blessings for everything uh, on Maui. I mean, if you have a new home or a new business, yes. immediately you call upon the kapunas here, the elders, to yes. bring their tea leaves and their water and their ceremony. It's yeah. really powerful. What I have learned in life and in my own path, I guess, is that, um, you know, God, because I do believe in God and the Virgin Mary, and and it it goes beyond, you know, Catholic Church. It goes beyond a structure. It goes beyond, you know, any priest believes or prayers or repetition or or, or mass. It goes beyond. For me, God and the universe, mm-hmm. you know, are are up there, and that is the essence. Up the, there and in here. Up there mm-hmm. and in here. Yeah. And it's the essence, the essence of every human being. Absolutely. So I, yeah. will, I will even go beyond Catholic. Yeah, beyond what dogma I feel. and doctrine because that yes. can keep you really stuck. Yes, you know? yes. How about you, Serena? What, what's your path? Well, um, I, I've been raised as a Catholic as well. Mm-hmm. So, But I guess in our family, um, there was like a kind of loose sort of like... Um, like um, approach. Yes, yes, I would say so. We, we you didn't, didn't go every Sunday. Exactly. And That's you, what and if I you was missed. Gonna you wouldn't go to hell or have a no, venial exactly, sin on your, on exactly. your soul. But okay. yeah, so but we have been baptized and uh-huh. you know took all the. Uh, the thing is, uh, I guess I'm more like a pragmatic person more than 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 you know than than a religious person. But spiritually, uh, I believe. Uh, I believe the one spiritual teacher that I can see, and it's the closest person uh, in my life, would be my father. My father mm-hmm. died many years ago, but yet he is uh, the person I refer to when, when, when I need to make some important decisions and the person that I ask uh, favors when I need something specifically to happen or to Unhappen, mm-hmm. as I, I like that word. Unhappen, <laughs> unhappen, as I was telling you the other day at Lily, um, and I w- and I imagine him as my spiritual, uh, you know, presence in life because he was a very special person, and 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 and, and you know, uh, do you feel like you get guidance from him? I do. So you can ask him questions and, Absolutely. and listen for his, his advice. Absolutely. Yeah. I heard that from Gangaji. She's one of my favorite teachers. And she said, if you want to connect with the souls of your departed loved ones, she yeah. said, just tune in to what they would say, whatever they're expert in. If they're expert in, let's just say, finance. Yes. Let's say your uncle was a financier yeah. and you're stuck about your finances on, on the earth plane. Yes. You actually ask your uncle or whoever it is to, to give you advice in that arena because they are 
you know, expert in that. And I thought, that is really cool. Yeah, it is good. In a way, he had a, a double, a double, you know, beauty. He, he was a very, he was an engineer, and so he knew a lot of technical things, and he would be able to solve uh, little and big, uh, you know, troubles in the house. But he was also like a poet and, and a mathematician mm. and a philosopher and a great cook. Yeah. I mean, he had all these amazing yeah. uh, qualities and skills. And, 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 and I do relate to his memory a lot. And, you know, throughout music and throughout um, different things, I inspire myself. Mm -hmm. So in, in a way, so he's a spiritual teacher because I try to you know, uh, imitate him. Well, you've got his DNA. Oh, yes. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. And plus, so. he's right here with us right now. That's One right. of my great bel Amen. belief systems is that the, they're a thought away. Yes. All of the ones yes. who have left us. That's right. I, I've gotten really engaged uh, on this island with the near-death movement, that there, uh, there's a, a program every month here where people who have died and come back to tell the tale wow. are talking in front of the room and sharing their experience. There was one... Oh my God, last Tuesday night wow. over at the Trinity Church, a woman who had drowned as a three-year-old, and oh. she's now like in her 40s, told the difference that it made in her life when she was finally saved, but she had left her body, <gasps> and she remembers it all about the peace and the beauty and not wanting to come back and not knowing why she had come back. That's beautiful. And then when she got really back into a regular routine, she couldn't relate to anything. And she was lonely, and, and then her mother said, well, I used to talk to spirits as a child, and then she felt like she could start expressing herself. Yes, and, uh, and she became a marine biologist, and here she drowned, you know. Oh, and that's Because so, she said the lo she loves the ocean. And now she's, she's a spiritual teacher. I mean, you truly have to listen to these people who have come and, and to tell the tale and to know that there is some truth, that this is just a third-dimensional experience we're all having, and there's something much greater beyond. Oh, yes. Which gives me a lot of hope at 73. That, uh -huh. <laughs> there's a greater beyond. <laughs> well, you look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's Maui, and it's a youthful uh -huh. spirit that helps. Yeah. My, my teacher, Good Gan to know. My Gankaji used to say, um, I interviewed her years ago back in California, and I said, what's the most important thing to waking up, to yes. becoming enlightened? And she said, I love this. She said, a return to the innocence of childhood. How beautiful. Isn't it? Yes. Before the ego starts to take hold. Yes. yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do something fun with you two. Okay. I do this occasionally, and uh, we've got a little time here. And I have something called Angel Cards. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, it's an oracle deck. It's really a fun deck. And it tells you a little something about yourself. And so what I'm going to do is spread these cards out. And I want each of you to pick one. Okay. And read it to us, yes. okay? And tell it us if it can relate. So eyes closed. Eyes closed. No, 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 no. You don't have to eyes closed. I'm going to spread them out here on the the table, and then you all pick pick one. Okay, sounds good. There you go. I'm going to pick this. I'm going to pick this. Okay. So what does yours say, Martha? Spend time in quiet meditation. Spiritual teaching, self-discovery. Mm -hmm. This is the hermit, archangel, Raziel. Very nice. What does it say to you? Here you are on Maui. It's a great time to drop, drop I have in, to. Huh? I have to say something. The best decisions that I have or that I make in my life are when I am the quietest. And uh, I do think a lot. All the time, I think, I think, and I try to see everything, you know, from every angle in order to make the best decisions. Mm -hmm. So it does match. Spend time in quiet meditation. 
spiritual teaching and self-discovery. I think that's true. I think we get our best guidance when we're alone. When and, we're quiet. And actually, the thoughts have stopped. In fact, this woman who, who spoke last Tuesday night said, stop your thinking. You know, you get yourself crazy. The, 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 most, uh, the happiest people are when they're not trying to figure everything out all the time, mm-hmm. which is tricky. That's right. You know? Yeah. yeah, but if we want to get there, we need to make decisions to get there. Yes. So we need to be also very awake, very of, awake. of where we want to go Absolutely. and be Absolutely. and become. Well, here you are in Maui. This is a great chance to just drop in and be. There you go. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, Serena, how about you? So my card is really nice. It, it, the title is Seven of Water. <gasps> and seven is our, our number. number. So okay. it's a perfect card. And, uh, and it says a complex decision, the need to do research, stop procrastinating. Oh, and okay. I relate to this so much. A complex decision, every day is a complex decision. I'm not saying I'm going to drink coffee or tea. A complex decision is really what are you going to do of that day mm-hmm. for yourself mm-hmm. and the others? Because mm-hmm. that might be, sorry, but it might be your last day. Your that day, day yeah. is so important. So it is a complex decision, really, every time you step out of your bed and decide how you're going to use that day. Mm-hmm. And, and I get this, and this is a challenge. So everyone is challenged that, that one day. And it's not a day to be spent, you know, uh, without, without a purpose or mm-hmm. a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, it says the need to do research. Yes, you need to re- do research for everything you do. And literally, even if you're cooking for your uh, spouse, or for your children, or for a friend, do research. Do research on what is it that you want to do, what is it that you want to cook. And, you mean and beyond getting a recipe or something? Exactly. It, 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 it has to do something like beyond that. Mm-hmm. And then it says stop procrastinating. And this is a, a teaching for everybody. Yeah. Stop procrastinating. Don't think, okay, I'll do this tomorrow. Or actually, well, I'll do this next year. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready for it. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just do it and then and then grow from there. Well, I have to say that proved itself out in your decision to come see Martha tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> You're across the seas. Oh, yes. So yeah. I would say you are, you are not a procrastinator. I'm not a procrastinator. <laughs> Absolutely You just not. go for it. Yeah. yeah. I grab a life from, you know, yeah. from there. Right. I want to add a little something to that tomorrow. By email, because, you know, we were telling our stories, beautiful stories of our lives. I had already asked Serena. I said, Serena, when is the best time to go to Mykonos. <laughs> and her beautiful answer was like, well, the beautiful time is May and June. And we are in January. And I'm like, how on earth? She's telling me May and June. <laughs> she should say like any time in the year. Yeah, you were ready to so, come. So well. when we are having this conversation and her answer was tomorrow, I really wasn't ready for that immediate. Yeah. But Thank God, my answer was absolutely tomorrow. Yes, yeah. It is. Yeah, we both we both don't <laughs> procrastinate. Is. I was ready already. What I'm trying to say here, I was as well ready to go yes. and meet her. Yes, yes. But without imp- imposing myself, right? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's meant to be. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I have to ask you too. Do you? Uh, how do you feel about what's happening in this country? Um, with Trump in office and all of the craziness that's going on right now, do you do you um, do you have a different view of America than you had, let's say, back when John Kennedy was alive? Well, first off, I don't know what happened from having an incredible government with Obama, and we ended up here. It's time from the sublime to the ridiculous. Yes. It, 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 
Yes. It has no words to describe. Mm -hmm. Secondly, uh, for my experience, and uh, unless uh, you understand much more, I see the repetition, or, or at least we're at the very beginning, if we don't stop it, of the repetition of what happened in Venezuela. Sorry. That's, that's my, my that gets, matching point whoa. of, you know, corruption, lies, yeah. uh, dictatorship, uh, you know, me, 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 and uh, nothing good for the country or for the people. So I do see all the time our path that uh, and, and us very uh, not believing like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. Oh, no, that's impossible to happen. And yet... It's Everything happened, and because yes. because our our very sad and horrible path started with Chavez, that uh, President Hugo Chavez, and uh, he said everything out loud. He said everything that he was going to do, and people always said impossible, impossible, impossible. So I see all the similarities. Yeah, I know. I and know. Uh, you know so, what? You know, I want. So help. I'm very scared. We need to vote. Yes, and do not have other four years of this because maybe going back is going to be very difficult. Mm. It's going to be impossible. Yeah. That's what I see. I just wonder how the average <clears throat> person can get so hoodwinked mm -hmm. into this kind of dictatorship uh, speech mm -hmm. and way of being, a way of ruling, <laughs> that they buy into it. I mean, I, I, I can see the dictators being off crazy, but all the people, the 30% of this country who follow Trump, and have, have not let go. It's because this is the same mindset. Oh, no, that will never happen. Oh, no, that's not where we are going towards. So they're deluded. Is what they don't saying. understand the concept, I think. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. this country is about democracy. Exactly. And, and they don't have anything to compare with. This is why I talk about, you know, what I, even though I didn't go through that because I was already living the, in the United States, but through my family and visiting mm -hmm. often, I used to go three times a year. Uh -huh. So, you know, I. Yeah, you I, have traveled, haven't you, my dear? I That's have traveled really around the world. Do that. I travel yeah. around the world, but um, yeah, mostly. What I, I want to add something to this, yes, uh, to your question. Um, well, I'm a newbie here. I'm only been here five years. and uh, But the thing is this. Um, I was not going to become a citizen of the United States until Trump was in office. But just recently, my lawyer told me, well, you know what? If you do become a citizen before the vote in November 2020, then we'll have one more vote. And guess what? I applied to become a citizen just recently, a couple of weeks ago. And I hope my you know, citizenship will come in time for me to just add one more vote. One vote. more vote. One more vote. Yes. And even one more vote does count. Of course. Of course. That's the whole name of the game in democracy, that we yeah. have a voice. Yeah. And yes. we just lost it. Well, not yet. We need to fight no, to yet. keep it. You're right. We have a voice right now here on community radio. We, you know, we all do. have a voice. Yes. Hopefully inspiring a lot of people. And we can say, to speak our truth without having to worry about someone, Big Brother, listening in. You know? oh, yes. <laughs> it's yes. kind of scary. Yeah, very yeah. scary. Yeah. So we need to wake up. We do. And, and, and be the difference in the world. Yeah. And keep what we have, our values, and our democracy. It's not a joke. And I think it's at stake. Yeah, I do too. I really I do, do because it's, it, these changes happen very slowly. Incrementally, yeah. yeah. Do, do, do either of you know Marianne Williamson, 
with the Course in Miracles. She's no. running for president now on the Democratic oh, ticket. For real? And she's a spiritual teacher oh, and a meditator and a brilliant communicator and truly is coming from a deep, deep place, deeper than any of the other candidates. And it's funny because she did just put out a 10-minute YouTube where everyone thought in the beginning she was just a little woo-woo fairy child. Mm -hmm. And now, because she has all these national podiums, she's able to speak the truth about this as being a moral problem, not just a political problem. Mm -hmm. and, um, and people are listening. And the C CNN is reporting on her and this message of, of uh, heart over politics. In fact, her book is called The Politics of Love. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So she's getting some attention. She's not going to get in there, but she is making a difference by having a podium now. And she had to put herself through hell to get to where she is now. How courageous. Yeah, she's very courageous. But, you know, she's guided by a higher light, by, a, as you say, Martha, star. The star. <laughs> we have, otherwise, we, we all have that star. yourself through this, yeah. you know? Very inspirational. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. moved to Iowa and everything so she could, you know, make her, take her stand. Is she from Hawaii? No, no, no. She's from uh, New York. Oh, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, 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 uh, she preaches and preaches. She teaches uh -huh. and talks in New York a lot every week. We should definitely we definitely check her out. Yes. She's, she's just one of my favorite people. I interviewed her many, many years ago, um, probably 30 years ago, and uh, before anyone, anyone knew who she was. And now she's become quite popular. Oh, she's Oprah's fair-haired girl. Oh. Oprah loves her. Marianne? Marianne. Yeah, and, and again, it's a woman. We know we've got to get a woman in the Absolutely. White House, whether she's a vice president or the president. Absolutely. But that's my passion. And we will. I think so. I want it to be in this lifetime, though. <laughs> you know? That's right. It will. It will. Yeah. 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 Let's keep yeah. the hope up. Yeah. What, what is the feminist movement like back in your country? Well, in Milano. Well, <clears throat> you have to remember, I haven't lived in Milano Long for time. the last uh, 30 years. Now. Uh -huh. So, you know, 20, well, almost 28 years. So I really wouldn't know. But in Europe I in think, general, I, they, I think it's quite developed. It's quite developed, yeah. 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 Like it is here in America. Yeah. The Me Too movement, I don't know if you have anything like that, but that's a powerful, powerful yes, movement. Yes, I want to believe it. It's very developed. And, you know, it's especially in the north of Italy, I would imagine more than the south, but definitely. Uh -huh. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and the woman power is, is visible in every industry. Don't you yeah. think? Every yeah. industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, women are rising. Yes, absolutely. Well, we as women have, have a, um, a bigger endurance and probably uh, you know, can see further. With just, and we're not that only pragmatical. There's, there's the spiritual mm -hmm. uh, component that is quite, quite developed. And I think that helps a lot. Uh, I do too. We yeah. lead with our heart. Yes. Which is the key, I think, that's really missing in politics oh. these days. Yeah. Definitely. So in the, in the five minutes we have left, um, let's talk about what's next for you two. What are your plans? What are your goals? Um, are you going to make Maui a regular stop on your, <laughs> on your life together? I hope so. We're playing the lottery to have <laughs> yeah. a private jet. A private jet. <laughs> oh, of course, right. that will be easier to <laughs> yeah, get here back really. and forth, back and forth. <laughs> Um, are you really buying lottery tickets? We are. Oh, we oh, do. You, oh, you are. Often oh, we do. Enough. Often we enough. do. How yeah. often? Well, maybe twice a month, something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Well, yeah. anyone should win the lottery. You two should. Oh, thank you. Well, well we already did. With your high intention. Yeah. No, we already to did. To find each other, you have. We're like. the most millionaire people in the world <laughs> well, having found each other. And you know what, Amara? We do have a plan already for what happens when uh, we will, not with, but when we will win that lottery oh, it's beautiful. prize. Whatever really? the number of dollars will be in that bag that we will receive uh -huh. from the government. Um, we already have a plan. Don't We're we? dividing it in four. Okay. Equals mm -hmm. one half, uh, one fourth, 
Serena will do whatever she wants mm -hmm. with her money. A fourth, I will do whatever I want with my money, like, you know, whatever. Uh, the other fourth is for us as common, mm -hmm. beautiful couple. And the other fourth is going to charity. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be a, a very healthy winning Instead of when it happens, you figure it out, you get crazy. Well, and, you're the and stats that most people will it away, win it away in, in, within two years. It's gone. Yes. It's gone. Yeah. But, but uh, coming back to my way, definitely a beautiful, yeah. a beautiful thing, you know, on, uh -huh. on, on, on the calendar. What we do, Math and I travel to places and we keep, you know, moving on and, and visiting more and more parts of the world. Oh, nice. the, the list is great, long. You know, we have uh, up to 2021 already planned. The good thing really? is this. I love that. The thing is this, uh, Amora. Martha's birthday is in June. Mine is in November. So twice a year, no matter what, we travel on those two dates. Wherever and you want to go. Wherever, it, well, wherever in the world you want to go. Wherever or? in the world we want to wow. go. And so that is the way we make ourselves gifts for birthday. We make mm. them into the form of memories. No objects, no... Of course. You know, uh, yeah. And we, we just bring home in our hearts and our spirits amazing memories. Like yeah. having met you, you know what I mean? And, and having met all these beautiful people on this island. So kind. Yeah. Everybody is extremely kind. It's, it's like, the Aloha spirit. It permeate, it's, it's permeates in everything here. Yeah. It really is. So, so where, where are you going on your birthday? All right. Next, Martha. Here we go. This, uh, this coming, is a very cool idea. This coming June, we're going to Japan. Really? Yes, uh, then, then in uh, November we're going to be to South Africa because that's my my wish. Yes. Then in really? wow. Yes. Then in 2021, uh, in June we're going to go. I would love for my trip because it started as, as a surprise. Everything was a surprise, yeah. but now we're no, we're anymore. becoming a little more demanding. <laughs> You honest, mean, you mean honest. by surprise you'd buy the tickets for yeah, Serena I, and you yes, and they say, yes. okay, we're going. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I and I put her in an airplane and she didn't know where she was going. <laughs> I've heard people do that. That sounds like it's fun. fun. Oh, it's yeah. Fun. yeah. But we kind of like, we, we switched now. We, 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 we discuss where we want to go and we will, so the next year. In 20, 2021. It's a good one. Uh, yeah. I, my, my wish, even though I know, but in a different way, I want to go to Italy and now we want to rent a motor home. And I want to go to like every single village in, in Italy. Oh, that sounds great. Spend time like a so, home. So, so Serena's hometown yes. to get to know it well. Mm -hmm. And then? And then in, in November, November because wanna... it's weather-wise, which works as well. I want to... I'm See, taking her to Venezuela. Wow, are you yes. going to go to Venezuela? Hopefully Government or no government. Oh, yes. And yes. I, I want to show her like all the beauty of Venezuela and the beaches mm -hmm. and a place that is called Los Roques and uh, Angel Falls, which is the highest waterfall in the world and all these spectacular places yes. in Venezuela. That is so great. So, I hope you have a nice travel fund. Yes. Well, that's well, we what we work, work hard. For. We work yes, really hard. You save your money. That, that's where we put our money, really, exactly. in, into memories. In, into, into experiences. Into experiences. Absolutely. Instead of, instead of stuff. That's right. We have enough stuff. Oh, please. That is for sure. Less what do more. we take? Less we take the smiles, the memories, and the love. Yeah. That's what we take with us. Nothing Beautiful. else. Beautiful. Nothing else. Well, that's what I'm taking with me today because we're almost out of time. Okay. I've got your smiles and your beauty and thank your love. Amora, thank you, thank you for so giving welcome. us this opportunity. I'm so glad you were available to come on the show. Thank you. Yes. 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 I've been talking to Martha Dow. 
and to Serena. I've got to get your name right here, honey. Serena Candiani. That's correct. And um, I wish you both well for your birthdays and every day. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you so much. Amen. And this Thank is Amora St. John. You've been listening to Gutsy Women Radio. We'll be back again next week and also reruns tomorrow at 2. And um, have a great day. Aloha. Thank you. Aloha.